Hi, this is Ahmed, and I'm welcoming you to my second episode. As I promised before to a couple of you on Twitter, that we will be discussing the 30 inspiring traits of exceptional leaders. Most of them can be actually discussed within individually in different podcasts on a much wider spectrum. But today, we will keep it as simple as possible. So, first one, I trust you to do the job you've been hired to do. Well, I mean... We all know that in uh, different interviews and different cases, uh, and especially the, the the whole market chain and the whole um, uh, challenge we're having, especially in the pandemic time, is that you have a lot of qualified people who either are able to uh, represent themselves in a good way during the interview, others are uh, less representable. However, a leader has, uh, a good leader has different criteria in how to evaluate and to do an assessment on someone who is actually uh, being hired to do the job. And the first thing a leader must do is to trust you and trust himself about your own capabilities and what you really understand. He also has to trust you in your way up doing the job and to enable you and to give you the chance to do what you would like to do. And uh, these are like... Um, Things that might differ, of course, being on-site uh, with your leader at the same office or at the same premises or doing it uh, virtually. And uh, I think these kind of uh, um, topics are currently uh, really, really uh, challenging for everyone, and especially in the fast emerging uh, uh, markets. The second point is uh, that I found really interesting was they seek your advice and input. So a good leader is actually a good listener. He's not a person who uh, really just gives orders. He does also decentralized decision-making. He gives you the chance to also take your part, take your stake out, taking doing uh, uh, your own decisions and taking your, to accepting your own advice and inputs. And people thinking out of the box are always very valuable. And I think um, this is actually one of the things that um, a good leader must do to, to help you also to help himself in uh, compensating your advice, your input to make things work better in a better way. No one of us, neither if a leader or not, all of us are enablers and we all are leaders of our own job and uh, what we do best. Um, also good leaders at point number three meant to find opportunities to let you shine. So um, depending, uh, I think that here, a bit on the experience of the leader, but most leaders who uh, are really uh, well established uh, also uh, in the way they work and they have really the self-confidence and uh, they're really proud of their team and they're not getting people on board just to finish or fulfill tasks, but they're also happy to let you shine and to let you also be bright up there and uh, mentioning that, yeah, you know, this guy, this lady, my, my colleague, he has done an excellent job why shouldn't he or her just present their own results of their own? And um, finding opportunities to let you shine is also a, a good function of a leader and a good mindset of a leader to make you also um, um, be visible for uh, other people and other departments or managers. And following that is point number four, that they recognize your contributions. Now, this is, again, following to making opportunities to let you happen and also recognizing them. And I mean by letting, giving you the opportunities to, to let you shine, this is also meaning that they recognize your contribution and what you do and how you're doing it. 
And uh, I think there is again uh, an excellent um, 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 like feature of a leader that he is the person who is saying, well, you know, this person, um, he did an excellent job. He's the one who should actually be uh, con recognized on this contribution. And I'm very, very proud of him or her being in my team. And that, uh, that's the way it should be, actually. And um, following that point, number five, they have your back during tough times. Well, it differs. I mean, it depends also what function you have. And I think, uh, however, that it still is a, a responsibility of a leader to uh, be uh, holding your back, and especially in tough times. I mean, we all know situations based in projects, based in deliverables, based on pressure, time pressure, based on misunderstanding, miscommunication, things that uh, could have been interpreted in a wrong way. Uh, and there, actually, you will see um, your 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 um, uh, your leader, who is uh, someone who should be uh, also backing you and not uh, uh, putting the the whole blame on you. And even if he has something to say or something to share with you, and you both go out with the learning, uh, it's something between you both that you should, uh, uh, yeah, talk together about and discuss about, and not in a bigger round and uh, to keep it for yourselves as a learning for the future. They are masters of storytellers or master sto storytellers. Yes, this is um, uh, actually uh, one of the interesting parts. Uh, a good storyteller is uh, someone who has a vision. And uh, sometimes good storytellers are someone, people who are actually can just talk good, but they don't know how to execute their story in life and real life. And this is actually the very challenging part of that. Um, however, uh, number six is for me like, yeah, okay, they're masters of storytellers, fine, but not the, the, the main um, point here. At the end of the day, it's a vision, a mission, a value that should be created a value uh, that should be created for customers, uh, centricity, and uh, also a value of uh, why I should master a story uh, in front of my customer, in front of my partners, in front of my team, in front of my colleagues, whoever. And sometimes some people know how to do that, others not. And uh, point number seven is very interesting, I really like, is they challenge you to do bigger and better things. Well, yes. A good leader is actually someone who sees potentials in you and he's actually uh, um, taking um, the chance to understand what you're doing and he actually challenges you in a positive way for your own interest to make you also become bigger in what you're doing and better in what you're doing. And um, that's why um, I actually do expect from a good leader that he's someone who's really taking time to understand what his or her employees doing and uh, to understand exactly uh, what where he should be challenging you and how to uh, uh, make you become bigger and better at doing your things and your work. And uh, this is like uh, the co coaching component, I could say, maybe, in this leader who can actually, uh, in a positive way, not in a way that uh, just uh, challenges you just out of the word challenge, but in a positive way to challenge you to be bigger and better at what you're doing. And I think this is um, something that uh, um, is very valuable if you find a leader who's like that. Um, some things that, uh, point number eight that I really like is interesting is they express appreciation. Now, this is something that I would recommend any leader to do. 
a lot of leaders, they expect and expect and expect deliverables to happen. They expect things to go through. They expect things to happen. They have higher expectations day by day. And if you see you deliver your work in a, in a good manner, in a, on time, uh, time to market, uh, in, in, in a good way, in a high qualitative way, they start to uh, um, yeah, forget to this appreciation part. And these are one of the things I don't really like when, when someone is not expressing his appreciation. A good leader has to have the courage to uh, also say thank you and to say um, you've done that very good. Uh, uh, I'm really looking forward. I'm really thankful for that. And this is, again, matching a bit by expressing the appreciation with uh, they recognize your contribution. They uh, uh, they find also opportunities to let you shine, but also on a personal basis, on a one-to-one basis to say thanks for that. Thank you for everything you've done. I really appreciate that. This is a very valuable component of a good leader. Point number nine, they're responsive. Oh, Yes. I mean, responsive can mean different things. It can be a, a, a functional thing that you, between you and your boss, you have a couple of questions about your, your career development. You have a couple of questions about your employee, engage, employee engagement program. Uh, they're responsive to escalations where you need their help. Absolutely. A manager that does not take time for his or her employees is not a good manager. And uh, leaders here are actually obliged and obligated to be responsive as much as possible and to communicate and to help their employees and to really be there for them. And this is for me the part being responsive and not just um, deciding when to be responsive and when not and not having the feeling of when to have uh, to help basically. Point number 10, I like really much, they know when to apologize. Now this is something that is uh, really amazing. Um, if a manager or a leader is not able to apologize, then he's not a leader. And um, um, it is as it is. We are all humans. We do mistakes. We have misinterpretations. We sometimes take information in a wrong way. We do sometimes have our own mistakes that we do. And we should be able to apologize. And this is the, 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 the right approach to have the courage to go over and say, sorry for what I did, it was wrong. It shouldn't have not been happening this way. And I'm sorry for that. And I hope things will be better next time. And let's take a learning out of that together and how to improve our own communication maybe, or how to improve our mindset in approaching such problems and approaching such cases. And uh, basically, if a leader is a person who really apologizes, then you should respect him and don't really take it as a point of uh, being um, not uh, assertive enough or not being a uh, strong personality or just setting it up as a, he's a weak person, he doesn't know what he's doing. No, I think he has his full or her respect when she or he comes and says, I'm sorry for what I did. And uh, I think this is a very big credit for such leaders to do so. And uh, Really appreciate it. Point number 11, they give credit where credit is due. Absolutely. Again, this contributes here again by saying um, or talking about point number uh, number three. They find opportunities to let you shine. They seek your advice and input. Again, they also uh, uh, make you shine in the situations uh, based on your contributions. They recognize your contributions. 
And uh, this for me is this giving a credit for someone in front of a group, in front of a team, someone who you really uh, needs this or someone who actually deserved this. And uh, I really appreciate it. Point number 11, uh, sorry, point number 12, they treat others with dignity and respect. Now, this is a thing that also uh, is really important. And again, looking at uh, this point, uh, we see a lot of people who are not able to do that. And uh, this causes, again, uh, uh, not only on a personal level, but also on a development and functional level as a functional manager, uh, people ignoring you and not really uh, 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 yeah, like taking you into, into concern of, uh, of what you're doing or people who are not able to manage this part of having dignity and respect. Uh, it must not be based on a work package or, a, or, a, or, a, or an increment or, or, a, or, a, or a result of a work. It can be also based on a personal discussion for your own, maybe during your MBO, your, your employee assessment or performance meeting on a, on a, on a yearly basis. And you, you actually see there the guy or she's not, they're not respecting me. They're not listening to me. They're not, uh, um, maybe uh, they have a problem with my heritage. Maybe they're, um, I don't know, the he or she, they treat this person, these guys, these ladies a bit different than I do. So I think um, this is um, something that, again, is uh, to be uh, set in an assessment for any leader who should be a leader in the assessment program or the management development program that dignity and respect does have a big role, plays a big role and uh, does not, cannot be uh, set up in the lower priority. If dignity and respect is not there, then a team uh, will not survive for a long time. Last but not least uh, is the point they care. And again, they care is for me, they know when to apologize, they're responsive. They express their appreciation. They uh, recognize your contribution. They seek your advice and input. And if you have a problem, uh, either it's a, it's a problem with uh, on your on, on your own level as an employee, meaning you have some issues you're facing in an escalation meeting, and uh, you're not happy about the restructure that took place. You're not happy about uh, other things and other departments out there communicating with you. You're not happy within your team because uh, you find some guys, uh, girls or colleagues uh, not, not really appreciating what you're do, doing. And again, here, they care to find a solution and always to seek to find a solution uh, and how things could be better and done and handled better in a better way. And again, these are the three inspiring traits of exceptional leaders by Glenn Leibovitz. And I've added also my two, three points there, and I really liked them. And I thought this was very valuable to be shared with you. I'm looking forward to discuss with you uh, different points and different topics in my next episode. And I wish you all a wonderful day and stay safe and healthy and see you soon.